0: Hello and welcome to Roll for Relaxation, the multiverse's most relaxing Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. I'm Kyle and I'll be your guide to this world of fantasy and adventure. With me today is Amy of Amy K. ASMR. Hi there. And Nick, the ASMR nerd. Pleasure to be here. Let's settle in, relax, and roll for relaxation. Hey, a natural 20.
1: Episode
0: 1, Party at the Castle. Roll a d20 to see who goes first. That's an 8 for Estrella and a 14 for Dante. So Dante, how about you go first? Both your guys' characters are heading to the city of Wiltshire. How is Dante traveling there and what does he look like?
2: My character is impeccably dressed, despite traveling on foot. He has no uh, entourage, no carriage, no uh, horse even, or not even a mule. He's traveling all on his lonesome on foot, but he looks like a million gold pieces. He is perfectly (laughs) well presented and composed.
0: Hell yeah. And the reason he's traveling there is because he's been hired to perform his craft for a young lady named Matilda.
2: Ah, Matilda needs to uh, get uh, put to sleep, I suppose. That's (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yes, but not as a kid. That sounds a little bit bit too, uh, yeah, maybe sinister. Ominous. (laughs) Literally put to sleep. Her parents are having trouble putting her to bed.
0: So as you come across the city, uh, you see the shape of it. It has a hill on the far west side, on top of which is a castle, which is your final destination that you're trying to get to. Uh, Yet again, I don't mean final destination in a death way. (laughs) This keeps happening. (laughs) Uh, But even though the castle is on a hill, there is a building in the center of the city that reaches the same height it's a giant cathedral looking building that has a flag uh, flying on top of its highest spire. that has a book emblazoned on it. Hmm. So uh, as you get to the gatehouse, uh, you see that there's a, a dry moat all the way around the city. Just a 20 foot deep pit that has spikes
2: welcoming kind of sticking
0: up from. A- yes. Um, but the drop bridges down and the guards let you in. Uh, So are you headed straight to the castle, or are you going to
2: check anything out? I'm going to head straight to the castle because uh, I have no desire to spend time with the riffraff in the lower city.
0: Perfect. So as you uh, travel through the city, you see that this is very different from pretty much any other city that you've been to. And you've been to a lot of them now, where usually you would have a lot of blacksmiths. And, and peasants and fishmongers, those types of things. Uh, there seems to be a higher standard of living here. There's a lot more people of noble noble birth and people who are of a more academic stature than you would find in a normal city. I feel right at home here. Yeah, so you make your way up to the, uh, the castle. Make a constitution saving throw to see how out of breath you are. Can do. I can find
2: where. There we go. Oh, a twelve.
0: Yeah, I mean you're you're still breathing fairly hard, but you're able to mask it. Like it's pretty good <laughs> as you you reach the gatehouse for the the castle.
2: Excellent. <laughs> That's why I'm an actor.
0: Halt! <laughs> who goes there? It is I,
2: Dante, Bard Extraordinaire, here to speak with the Lord and Lady about the young Matilda. Do you have any identification? Uh, I do, in fact, have a scroll of. Hold on, one moment here. <laughs> a scroll of something or other uh, that uh, confirms my noble birth. I do, in fact, have a scroll of pedigree to confirm my noble birth, as well as a degree from the most prestigious of bard colleges.
0: I, I don't need your resume. Just yeah, okay.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, let him through, guys. Let him through.
2: <laughs> I bluster through the gatehouse with a flourish.
0: Yeah, and you you see that it it opens up into a courtyard. You've been to a lot of castles. You generally know uh, the, where the living quarters are. Um, but one of the guards calls out to you and goes, oh, by the, by the way, you want Ethelred the first. You know, you want Red is what we call him. He lives up in that tower right over there. So go up there and talk to Red. Uh, he's the old man and he'll give you the, uh, the rundown, I guess.
2: Very well. Thank you for the information.
0: As you uh, climb the tower uh, to go talk to Red you can look out from the windows and look down and you see an overview of the city you can see very well from up here is that a lot of the city has looks like it's been newly constructed and that there are scorch marks on on some parts of the, the stone wall that lines the city mm-hmm. interesting
2: all right so you reach the door of Ethelred the first i uh, rap on his door With a flourish, in a rhythmic fashion. You hear a (laughs) knockback.
0: And an old man opens the door. Well, hello
2: there. (laughs) Oh, hello. It is I, Dante, bard of some repute, here to discuss the matter of the young lady Matilda. Oh, Dante. Yes, come sit down.
0: Do you want anything to drink? Uh, I've got mead or wine. Water.
2: Uh, a dry white if you have it.
0: Well, yes, here you go. It's a little sweet, but it is a white.
2: I swirl it around in my glass. I give it a tentative sniff. Take a sip. Little grimace, but I'll keep drinking.
0: Not many people ask for a dry white. I feel like if you're going to ask for a
2: dry... Why not ask for a red? <laughs> well, uh, perhaps their tastes are not as refined.
0: Sure, whatever you say, young bard. Well, on to the matter at hand. Matilda. Well, actually, do you recall what happened here two years
2: ago? I do not, but judging by the scorch marks I saw on my way in, I can venture a guess. Right. There was an
0: attempt coup to take over the castle and there was fighting all over the city and some of it got burnt down as you saw
2: (laughs) terrible business yes it was not very good
0: and to be honest a lot of the blame is on me i was the earl at the time and i should have been much more vigilant
2: it takes a A great man to take responsibility for such a catastrophe. Well, it takes a weak man to cause
0: such a thing. And ever since that night, Matilda has been mute.
2: She's not spoken for two years? Yes, that is true. Goodness me. Uh, Why has it taken you so long to seek an expert out?
0: Initially, we thought it would just sort itself out. But we lived next to the university, and so we have seen the best doctors in the kingdom. But nothing's worked. You're kind of our
2: last hope. I see. Very interesting. And uh, the young lady Matilda, she, she shouts in her sleep, you say. Oh, yes, sometimes
0: like a banshee.
2: Hmm. Bad business indeed.
0: You've helped others like this before, correct?
2: I have helped countless young ones fall asleep uh, many a time, although I must admit I have never encountered one who screams like a banshee during the night but says not a word during the day. Nonetheless, I'm confident... I can help your young lady, Matilda.
0: That's good to hear. I've heard similar promises before, but I hope that you can stick to your promise.
2: Night terrors are my speciality. You needn't worry.
0: Well, that's wonderful. You'll be staying in the room with Matilda and her handmaiden. Would you want to come to dinner with us tonight? We're having a small... Little banquet. Absolutely. I would love the opportunity to meet the Lord and Lady. That's great. What's your surname, by the way, young Dante?
2: Darrington, my lord. Dante Darrington.
0: Oh, hm. Does that make you the brother of the young General Darrington of the Royal Army?
2: I managed to suppress an eye roll and a sigh, but just barely. Uh, why, yes, he is. The great General Barrington is my elder brother.
0: Ooh, ooh, that sounds rough. That's a heavy shadow to live under.
2: Well, we are quite an accomplished family, I'll have you know. All of us. Oh, yes. All of you, I'm sure.
0: And I'm looking forward to seeing what you can accomplish with Matilda. But if you're looking for someone to commiserate with... You should talk to Elfgard, my son and the current earl. He was always overshadowed by his older brother.
2: Oh, it doesn't worry me one bit, my lord. Not one bit. But I will enjoy speaking to him nonetheless. Very good, very good.
0: Well, let's reconvene at dinner time and you can get to know Matilda then.
2: I look forward to meeting the young lady and her parents Well, it
0: was a pleasure meeting you Pleasure
2: is all mine, my
0: lord <clears throat> How is Estrella getting to the town?
1: Astrea is on a magnificent looking, let's say, uh, a midnight colored horse um, With some black hair as well um, That is braided and she is on her way to town. Uh, she has a very stern, serene look on her face. Um, almost in some of a, of a trance, not quite. Uh, maybe her thoughts are inside herself as she is heading back to a place she once knew. Mm,
0: great, yeah. Um, as you trot up to the gates of the town, you see a familiar face. It's your brother. He's, since you've been gone, which has been about two years now, has taken employment and seems to be working as a city guard.
1: Hey, sis! Brother. <laughs> Brother, you are a castle guard now. Whoa, Mom didn't tell me you'd be back. I didn't plan on being back, but I figured it was time. I need to do some more investigating.
0: Oh, Man, that sounds so serious. Um, I
1: have unfinished business.
0: Oh, wow. You, you're always so cool.
1: <laughs> You've grown quite a bit. It's good to see you again. Uh, give my best to mother.
0: You're not going to go see her?
1: I don't know if I'm ready for that just yet. Maybe I will. Maybe it needs to be done.
0: Well, you should go see Mom.
1: You are right, you little brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to I say really. it like an insult, but
1: <laughs> uh, you were always a funny one.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I'm normal. You guys were just very unfunny, but <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, he tries to go in and give you a hug, even though you're like still mounted on your horse, and it's kind of like awkward, uh, but he does it anyway.
1: I accept his half-awkward hug, and I grimace a bit, and I bid him adieu and tell him to follow his heart, and that I wish him the best.
0: Okay, well, like, don't leave town without seeing me again.
1: Mm, I'll try.
0: (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Love you.
1: Uh, Love you too, brother. Uh, Expressing feelings isn't quite uh, Estrella's first, isn't the easiest.
0: Mm -hmm. So where does Estrella head from here?
1: Estrella heads towards uh, a local tavern that happens to be near the university where her mother is now the innkeeper.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: She does take her brother's advice and decides to... Go visit her mother.
0: Awesome. So uh, what does this inn look like?
1: Um, it is a rather large inn. It started small, but then they added uh, more and more to it as it became more and more lucrative for her mother. It is made of stone, and it is uh, very beautiful.
0: Uh, so as you approach it, You can hear even in the mid afternoon, it's not even five yet, and people are uh, packed into the tavern. Uh, There's drinks and food flowing, and it's quite rowdy. Uh, But you see your mom stand, uh, your mom is behind the, the bar as you enter.
1: I glance across the rowdy inn, and I see my mother. I hesitate for a second on whether or not I do want to follow through with seeing my, my mom because, again, emotions aren't the easiest for me, and I try to maintain my stoic sort of stature, but I do walk across to my mother and greet her.
0: Oh, the prodigal daughter returns, oh Australia. And then your mom goes in for a big hug.
1: Again, I kind of grimace. I don't like hugs.
0: Oh, you never but liked hugs. But I
1: accept hugs. it. Ah, and you always know that, and yet you still hug me. That's okay.
0: Mm. Oh, my little girl, you've gone astray. yeah. Ah,
1: <laughs> oh, with the jokes again.
0: Oh, you know, your younger brother is the best of us at making jokes.
1: Yeah, he said something about us being uptight. Right?
0: Oh, that's probably true. Especially your father when he was alive.
1: Mm, yes, one day I will be just as great as our father.
0: Well, one could hope. But also, don't go killing yourself.
1: Ah, yeah. There you go again. Don't worry, Mom. There's no need to worry about me.
0: There I go again? It's I'm a mother. It's my duty. That's true care about
1: you uh, that's true well have fun uh, tending to your inn i see that you're very busy so i just figured i'd say hi oh
0: oh okay
1: and let you know that i was in town
0: well if you would have given me warning, i could have had a bed for you
1: well thanks mom
0: well i've i've got some news what is that well i've started dating again
1: Ah mother, ah, keep your personal life to yourself.
0: I don't have any I have just I have two sons here. I, I, I need someone to talk to about woman things.
1: All right, well, maybe you could introduce me to him at some point and I'll try to be nice. But
0: well, you already know him? Do I? Yes. it is Cassius's great uncle. you knew him as Professor Lawson, but now he's Dean of the university. Dean Lawson. Hmm. Really. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Well, maybe I'll have to uh, go visit him and let him know that he needs to be nice to my mother. He's very and nice to me. Him. You know
0: who isn't nice to me? My daughter. She never sees me.
1: Ah, well, you know I care. This do guy. I? Ah, yeah, you do. You're my mother.
0: <laughs> and I'll always love you
1: yeah yeah I love you too. All that
0: okay, well, don't be a stranger.
1: Mm. all right, well, maybe if I run into what's his face i'll I'll question him or something
0: Dean Lawson
1: Dean Lawson Schmeschlossen <laughs> uh well, then I bid my mother adieu, and I head out of the tavern. The noisy rowdy atmosphere tends to get on my nerves so i would rather get out of there
0: Mm -hmm. and where do you go from there i assume at some point you'll need a place to spend the night
1: oh yeah that's true i should probably spend the night at my mother's actually
0: (laughs) and she just said she didn't
1: have a
2: bed whose fault is that
1: (laughs) oh wait she didn't have a bed Uh, Gosh, I guts myself again. Uh, Well, then I head around town and I look for a place to stay the night.
0: Uh, Okay. Uh, Your mother's place is called the Sleepy Time Inn and Tavern, but the main competitor is the Bedtime Stories. (laughs) Perfect.
1: Ah, this place seems uh, good enough. I'll go ahead and check this place out. For a bed.
0: And there's a sign in front that says no vacancies.
1: Uh, Well, I suppose I should just keep trying. There's a lot of people in town today, I suppose. Mm
0: -hmm. Are you looking for another tavern?
1: Uh, Anywhere to spend the night at this point. I am a soldier as well, so I don't always need a lofty bed to lay my head.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Roll investigation. 11 you find you don't find any inns but you do see in the street a man you once knew from the time when you were a paladin and when you were a soldier the, the, gu- the guy who is in charge of training the troops whose name is Guy you were a, a soldier and then you got uh, promoted to the rank of paladin which are the three members who guard the earl Mm-hmm. And so this man, Guy, trained you when you were a, a soldier.
1: Guy, I haven't seen you in forever.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, you're, you're alive even. I didn't... You you fled so quickly after the coup. Mm. This is cr- crazy. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I have been better. I've been doing a lot of searching and investigating... Ah. Vengeance will be mine. Ah, I mean, never mind. I just came back to do some more personal things.
0: Hmm. Well, you know, the guys up at the castle would love to see you again.
1: That's true. Maybe they could lend me a room, perhaps. I should go see them. I am back in town, so... I I, well, I can was... see that. <laughs> well, it was nice to see you again, Guy. I suppose I'll head up to the the capital tower.
0: <laughs> to the to the castle.
1: <laughs> to the castle. I don't know why I forgot that. <laughs> I suppose I'll head up to the castle and see those who I used to work for.
0: Yeah, you should see Red.
1: Ah, uh, Red. It's been two years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you used to protect him, so I'm sure he'd love to see you again.
1: Mm. Yeah, and maybe there are a few things I could learn from him as well. See how he's been holding out all this time.
0: Well, between you and me, the people around here don't really like him very much. It's a good thing we got a new Earl.
1: Oh, who's the new Earl?
0: It's Elfgard.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. And
0: did you... To, you guys are about the same age. Were you friends?
1: Uh, he, we knew each other when he was younger. He's, he was a year older than me, um, so I did know him growing up. He's, I mean, proficient profession at everything he tries, but that's annoying. He wasted his talents, though.
0: He's been alright as an Earl, though.
1: Hmm. Well, that's good to hear.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll I'll walk with you. Let's let's go up to the to the castle.
1: Oh, thank you very much. Of course, go ahead.
0: Re- regale <laughs> me with your tales as we walk. So you guys walk up to the castle and you have a conversation. How much do you open up to him?
1: Mm, I'd say not too much. Well, he did train me though. I think a medium amount then. A medium. I'm still amount. not a medium <laughs> amount. I I say that a lot of this is still very, uh, fresh for me, so I would rather not talk about it. Mm. Uh, But because he did train me, uh, obviously we have a sort of relationship where I feel comfortable speaking to him about some of these things, so I think that I'll probably reveal that um, I have a purpose that I, uh, have uh, to come back here, and that it is regarding the coup. it's regarding figuring out who was behind it, and perhaps something to do with vengeance.
0: hmm When you mention vengeance, he says, Well, yes, now that Amir died, you guys were really close.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd rather not talk about that. It's still a little heavy on my heart.
0: Okay, I, I won't pry into another soldier's heart, unless we're enemies. <laughs>
1: Ah, that I understand.
0: <laughs> I tell you well. Uh, yes, uh, here we are at the castle, so you know the way to see Red, uh, if you want to. Uh, well,
1: thanks Thanks for walking with me. It was nice to catch up with you.
0: Of course I will. I have business here as well. So,
1: per- Perhaps I'll see you again.
0: Perhaps. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> I walk into the castle area and i head to the room that i know red to spend his time in the evenings and i knock on the door
0: as you're going up the stairs you see an impeccably dressed you know just like a million gold (laughs) dressed guy leaving the room and you guys pass each other on the stairway
2: i tip my hat politely
1: i nod my head
0: all right. You knock on the door, uh, and an old man opens the door. Uh, it's the man you you spent uh, a couple years guarding as you were a paladin, uh, one of the three guards of the earl.
1: Oh, ah, red.
0: Oh, that's. I think I'm seeing a ghost.
1: <laughs> I deserve that.
0: <laughs> you left so suddenly. You didn't even tell me goodbye.
1: Yes, everything that happened was a bit hard for me. Having one of my best friends die at the hand of another was hard to take. I had to get out. Just a uh, change of scenery. I'm glad that you're doing well, though.
0: Yes, still alive. The ticker is still ticking. But you remember young Matilda. She's not doing so well since the attempted coup.
1: Oh, that's... that's terrible.
0: Yes, and after the attempted coup, I stepped down as Earl. I was getting too old anyway.
1: (laughs) Ah, you were getting old, old man.
0: (laughs) Oh, you whippersnapper.
1: (laughs) So, uh, what's wrong with Matilda?
0: Oh, that she's uh she's not talking um, and is
1: that normal for children?
0: yeah, no, that's not normal for children. <laughs> um, oh. I know you never liked children.
1: <laughs> uh well, I just have more important things to deal with generally, so but uh, I am sad nonetheless uh to hear about Matilda.
0: Well thank you for your condolences. Are you here just catching up with people?
1: Ah yes, seeing some of those I used to know, but more importantly, I want to do some investigating. I'm here to find out uh something about seeing if anyone else is still involved and see if it will bring me closer to Cassius.
0: Hmm. Yes. Not everyone knows about Cassius, so.
1: Oh, I'll. Don't don't worry about me. I'll keep it quiet.
0: Hmm. Good. Do you have a place to stay? Are you staying with uh, your mother? No,
1: I'm not staying with my mother. Uh, things are a bit uh, booked up over there. Also, I don't know how much I'd love to stay with. Uh, yeah, just old memories. Uh, if you do have an extra bed, I. May you like to use it?
0: Well, yes, of course. Since the coup we disbanded the paladins. Really? Well, yes, because of Cassius, you know.
1: Hmm. I understand. It wouldn't be good to have more paladins that are close to the Earl.
0: Yes. So now we just have a royal guard, which means the old paladin beds are empty and not being used.
1: Mm. Well, good. Then, uh, I will choose my favorite one.
0: Oh, probably Amir's bed?
1: <laughs> no. No, no. I would... No. Uh, probably just my... my... my old bed will suffice.
0: Hmm. Okay. Oh, I invited that young gentleman.
1: What, that flashy fella?
0: I'm paying him good coin to help Matilda. Well... There's going to be a banquet, and that's what I invited him to, and you should come as well. Maybe there'll be a lead there for
1: you. Ah, uh, Well, normally I don't like these things, but you're right. It could lead to a lead, so I suppose I will see you there.
0: Fantastic. Is that what you'll be wearing?
1: Uh, yes. Is that not good?
0: Uh, what are you wearing?
1: Uh, let's say maybe, like, like basic
0: suit of armor. Mm. Hmm. You should go to the tailor and they'll give you a dress. Shut up. Oh, there's a stray cat. It (laughs) seems to be following Uh, you. This
1: cat has been following me. Uh, What is with all these stray cats in here?
0: There's three of them now. (laughs) They're multiplying.
1: Uh, Gosh, these yeah, if you, don't, if you don't take care of them, they just, yeah, more of them just keep coming. Uh. <laughs> God, she is, like, really angry. Sorry. Um, all right, then. I will... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Um, I've obviously been ignoring her for a long time. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, uh, all right, then I guess I will make my way to the tailor. I suppose they'll know what I should wear.
0: Okay. Uh, they give you the option of, uh, because you used to be a paladin, they, they give you an option of like a gambeson, like a nice uh, cloth armor outfit and, and, and pants. Um, or there's also a, a dress that a lady would wear.
1: I'll go for the outfit with pants, even though it is rather stuffy. Mm
0: both of them are kind of stuffy after they get you all settled up it's about time for dinner and so they chauffeur you to the dining hall and i assume dante makes his way there as well
2: absolutely i do i wouldn't miss it i spend a little bit of time getting cleaned up not that i need to particularly but you know the wear of the road a little bit of dust here and there make myself look extra pristine put on some extra jewelry perhaps Mm, Spurt some cologne. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so as you uh, enter the dining hall, uh, you see a a long table that has a roast pig in the center with an apple in its mouth. There's just a veritable spread of food, uh, potatoes, carrots, poultry of multiple types, all spread before you. You see uh, at the head of the table, already waiting, is a very uh, handsome young man with attractiveness and style that would rival even Dante ho oh, ho well then huh. he has a thin crown on his head and estrea knows him from her childhood this is elfgard next to him is red and to the left of red is matilda and to the left of matilda is is a nameplate that says dante
2: I stride forward confidently, right in front of Elfgard, and I take the deepest bow with the largest flourish, and I say, my lord, it is a pleasure to be banqueting with you tonight. I look forward to discussing Matilda, the young lady Matilda, with you, and getting to know her. Oh, well, thank you for coming here. Um, Matilda is
0: my niece, and I care about her greatly, so I very much appreciate you
2: doing this for us. The pleasure is all mine, my lord. Uh, At which I turn to the young Matilda, and I kneel down in front of her, so we're looking eye to eye, and with another flourish, I pull from behind my ear a glittering fabric flower, and I place it in her hair. And I say, My lady. And I bow from my kneeling position.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she. That's possible. She puts her mouth and her nose into her shirt and pulls her knees up. But she keeps looking at you as though she's very interested. I,
2: I give her a, a broad wink. And I turn my attention back to Lord Elfgard. And I say, I believe the young lady and I are going to get along just wonderfully. Oh, well, that's very well. Um,
0: uh, I will be quite busy, I assume. So uh, I think Red here, my father, will be taking care of
2: this whole transaction. Certainly, my lord. And I will take my place at the table in the allotted spot. Mm. So...
0: To the right of Elfgard is a man seated there who has glasses on. He's dressed as an academic would, his bifocals on, and he's not as well dressed as everyone else, but he does wear the black robes of a professor. And then to his right is a very flamboyant looking man who has gold laced clothes and a pin that's just a gold coin on his lapel. And then to the right of him is a seat placement that says, Estrella Palantino.
1: I walk into the banquet room and take a good look at the, everything around me. I tug at my collar slightly and make a slight scowl and sort of uh, readjust myself. And then ready myself to deal with all of this human interaction <laughs> and then walk towards my seat, which I see is seated next to the stuffiest looking guy in the room.
0: <laughs> and so you guys take up one half of the table and the other half of the table mm-hmm. seems to be taken up by young lords and ladies who are too busy courting to pay attention to anyone else. Elfgaard uh, stands up and says, Well, it's a pleasure to have you all here. Uh, we have a r- returning face. Any motions to you, Astraea? Uh And we have a new face here. Any motions to you, Dante?
2: I flash yeah. a charming smile at the surrounding nobles.
0: Roll charisma.
2: Certainly. <laughs> With pleasure.
0: 20. <laughs> natural 20. <laughs> um... No, that's. Oh, I guess 15. that's a modified twenty. Mm-hmm. It's an un- artificial twenty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They they all seem to take have taken a liking to you. Well, I won't put off eating any longer. Let's eat, and people start to dig in and grab what they want from the table. Uh, you see, Elfgard talk to the uh, to the guy to his right, who's dressed like a professor, and that guy keeps giving side glances to Estrella.
1: I lean in to listen to their conversation. Mm.
0: Roll history with advantage. 11. Okay. You don't remember many details about this man, but you do remember who he he is, the guy that Elfgard is talking to. Um, This is who you knew as Professor Lawson, but is now Dean Mm -hmm. Lawson, the man that your mother is dating.
1: Mm. Lawson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, professor type. I hear you. I hear you're dating my mother.
0: Well, yes, yes, I am. Uh, your mother is a very lovely lady.
1: Yeah, she is. I grew up with her. Okay. And it is a I'd pleasure to I'd like to hear your intentions. Again. Oh, what was that? I'd like to hear your intentions. Oh, my in- with my mother.
0: Well. um, my intention is to continue to woo her and to improve her life, and she seems like she'll soon be retiring. The inn is doing so well. It's booked up practically every night.
1: Mm. And oh, Okay.
0: And well, then I'll retire and we can just spend our twilight days together, um, and hopefully I'll get to know you better.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I hope we get to you know better. I, uh, yes, I remember well, you when
0: you were a girl.
1: Oh, you do? I, mm-hmm. to be honest, don't remember you all that well.
0: Well, you and Cassius and Amir would steal candies from me.
1: <laughs> that sounds like us.
0: You three were little uh, devils. We were... I think that, um... You know what? Sorry for, for bringing that up, actually.
1: Um, That's okay. I... Don't worry about me. Although I'd like to hear... Uh, I'd like to speak to you at some point about... Uh, other things, but we'll leave that for later.
0: Uh, like like what things?
1: Uh, just uh, how well you knew Cassius uh, a few years ago.
0: Hmm. The man in between you who is flamboyantly dressed pipes up and goes you know i met cassius once he was taking out a loan a very weird guy very weird guy Hmm. why do you want to know about him
1: hey flashy uh flashy guy uh name's
0: marlo i'm master of coin pleasure to meet you all right and he holds out a hand
1: I grab his hand and give him a very uh, strong shake.
0: He's very take- taken aback because he was going to kiss your hand.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I completely don't even realize that that was what was going to happen and continue to shake his
0: hand. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: Nice to meet you, coin coin man. Uh <laughs> Anyway, Marlow, uh, what it what is it? You said you do. You are a master of coin.
0: Yes, I'm the treasurer.
1: Ah, oh, uh, a loan, you say? How big was this loan?
0: Oh, it was pretty substantial, but that's what you could do on a paladin salary. I would say two hundred gold.
1: Oh. I don't even know if that's a lot or not.
0: (laughs) Uh, Think of a a gold as like 20 bucks.
1: Okay, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Did he mention any reason as to why he needed the loan?
0: No, but it was right before the coup. He must have died because I never got that money back. It was a shame.
1: Ah. Ah, you are no use to me then. I mean, nice to meet you. Well, Thank hopefully
0: you. Hopefully, I can be a use to you in the future.
2: Nice to meet you as well.
1: Yeah, nice to meet
2: you, Dante.
0: Who are you talking to as this happens?
2: I am picking at my meal uh, enough to uh, seem polite and well mannered, but I'm actually observing Matilda very intently. Uh, I'm curious how she's acting, what she's, how she's handling all the noise and the hubbub and all these people
0: yeah she's not really focused on the people and she's kind of mirroring you and also playing with her food and she is every once in a while glancing up at you
2: all right well with a, a sly sideways glance at her i'm going to spear an enormous piece of chicken and take a massive mouthful and just chomp on it really really loudly She giggles slightly. (laughs) I give her another (laughs) wink as I attempt to swallow my mouthful, but I need to take a swig of my wine to get it down. (laughs) And uh, who is to my right or my left? I should say. Uh, Nobody? Like a bunch of 14-year-old girls who are giggling to each other. Okay. I pay them no (laughs) heed. (laughs) Uh,
0: Across from you is Astraea. Oh, cross, okay. Yeah, and then kitty Corner to you is the, uh, the master of coin, and then to his right is um, the professor.
2: Ah, uh, very well, okay. I look around the banquet hall. Is there a lady of the house? I, I'm curious. No, there is no lady of the house. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. I'd like to judge the temperature of the room. Uh, are people still engaged in conversation? Are they... Are they uh, intent with their meals? What, what state of the evening are we at?
0: People are done eating it or nearing the end of their meals, and they're more into the drinking phase.
2: Ah, so there's some, some merriment about? hmm
0: There's definitely a lot of conversation going.
2: Hmm. If people are deep in their conversation, perhaps now's not the time. But uh, I'll uh, continue to monitor the room and, and wait to see. I'd like to, uh, at the appropriate moment... Uh, provide some bardic entertainment to complement the night's meal.
0: After waiting about 10 minutes, there's a lull in the conversation. I
2: suppose another question would be, uh, is there already a minstrel here? Is there any entertainment? Uh, No, there's no minstrel present this evening. Oh, perfect. Uh, Then I will wait for the moment when I can uh, catch the Lord's eye. If that moment presents itself, I'd like to. Motion to my gilded lyre, which I have slung over my back. I'll d- withdraw it. Oh, you would like to play that, Dante? If I may, your lord, of course. Absolutely. I would love to provide a compliment to tonight's lovely meal. Oh, well, please be our guest. All right. <laughs> Oh, I, those th- stray cats just keep following astray around. <laughs> the cat that jumps up on the table in front of me, I give it a, a good head scritch. It probably deserves it. I love cats. <laughs> well, that's good. We have many stray cats here in Wilshire. No oh, wonderful. I'm sure I'll love my time here. <laughs> uh, at that, <laughs> I draw forth this beautiful, gilded, jewel-encrusted lyre. I take a couple of plucks to make sure that it is uh, in tune. I, with a uh, wave of my hand, uh, I cast prestidigitation, and a sparkling light, an aura of sparkling light surrounds me. Just, a, yeah, a minor effect, nothing too flashy. In this world, uh, magic is mostly in f- in folklore and, and fairy
0: tale. These people are of a class where they've seen the best court magicians they live next to the best university and they've seen mechanical wonders and so they're very impressed but they do think that it's just an illusion not actual magic uh
2: and with that i launch into a beautiful and moving song nothing too raucous or upbeat something refined perhaps classic something classic that everyone would recognize Hmm. Roll performance. All right.
0: <laughs> is that a natural one? That's a natural one. Oh my gosh. Oh no.
1: Wow. Ah,
0: this is the worst performance you have ever done. Uh. M- Matilda looks legit scared. <laughs>
2: oh no. I bluster through it, making an attempt to uh, to do do what I can with the mess that I've created. Oh, and it but just
0: keeps that. getting worse. <laughs> it's clear.
2: Okay. Uh, <laughs> as the song draws to a close and my final wail <laughs> reaches uh, its crescendo, I look around, flash a charming <laughs> smile, <laughs> bow deeply. And I attempt to crack a joke about how the wine here is stronger than where I'm from.
0: (laughs) Roll another performance check. Okay. Oh,
2: lord. Thirteen. Well, Elfgard says,
0: that'll definitely be a story to tell. (laughs) Everyone give him a
2: hand. (laughs) I, without breaking my smile, I take a seat. And I look over at the young Matilda. How is she doing? She's embarrassed for you. (laughs) All right. I whisper quietly to her. You see, sometimes even the best bards mess up.
0: (laughs) She she silently nods her head. (laughs)
2: Like, yeah, you messed up. I pour myself another uh, glass of wine from the carafe and I down about half of it in one go.
0: Mm. The night's starting to wind down. Is there anything else you guys want to do at this party?
2: I would like to talk to Red a little bit more if I have the opportunity.
0: You definitely do. Um, The only thing separating you two is Matilda and you can see clear over her head.
2: I would prefer to talk to him uh, without Matilda present. I don't know if there's an opportunity to draw him aside at some point.
0: Yeah, there, there definitely is. Um, and he, he follows you into an antechamber.
2: Okay. Uh, my lord uh, Red, may I call you that?
0: Oh, yes. Everyone calls me Red. I'm known as Ethel Red the Red. Spelled like Ariadne because I
2: like to read so much. Ah, I see. A well-read gentleman. Just like uh, myself. Well, uh, Lord Red, I did have a couple of questions regarding young lady Matilda and her uh, peculiarity.
0: Ask away anything that will help
2: you. Uh, Specifically, I'm curious if during her night terrors, is anything that she says discernible? Does she speak of anything in particular or is it uh, all indecipherable?
0: I don't know of such things, but her handmaiden would know better than
2: I. Ah, her handmaiden, and where might I find her handmaiden?
0: She'll either be hanging around the wall of the party, or she'll be in Matilda's bedchambers cleaning things up for the
2: night. Excellent, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Lord Red. Uh, One final question. Are these... uh, soporific utterances ever accompanied by actions, motions? Does the young lady Matilda thrash in her her sleep? Does she sleepwalk, perhaps?
0: I don't know of sleepwalking, but there's a lot of kicking and punching
2: that occurs. Mm. Very interesting, very interesting indeed. Well, I will observe tonight and we'll see what comes. Thank you for your time, Lord Red. Of course. And uh, with that, I will return to my seat at the table. Uh, I will cast an eye about for Matilda's handmaiden. You see a young
0: woman uh, in a white gown hanging out by the wall just behind Matilda.
2: All right. I will make note of what she looks like, although I will not engage her just at this moment.
0: Roger that. As that's happening, Alfgard walks up to you, Estrella, uh, and goes, Could we talk privately for a second?
1: Sure.
0: Uh, yeah, you guys uh, go off into a, a hallway that, where no one else is. hmm And he says, just so you know, no one here blames you for what happened.
1: Uh, I know that, but that doesn't keep me from blaming myself. I should have known. To think I had no idea. And this so many good people were lost. I'll never forgive myself.
0: Well, I don't have anything to say about that, but I, I don't think that I'm the right person to be the Earl.
1: Why would you say that?
0: Well, because I can't live with myself to think that my nephew, who should be the Earl if he were alive, would be dead. And we never found his body.
1: Mm. So there's a chance he's not dead. Yes. Maybe I could find him. I could avenge him. I. I will bring the. I will be the one to bring back Effie.
0: Oh, thank you. What have you been doing these past two years?
1: Uh, introspection. But also, I've been doing investigating around in the other capitals.
0: If you would have just stayed around. Another week you would have known that Effie was missing.
1: I had no idea, but now justice will be served.
0: Well, you sound very sure of yourself.
1: Well, because I have a single purpose in life now, and that is retribution for the coup.
0: God, you're always so dark. That's why I never flirted with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I figured. You weren't my type anyway. I'm everyone's
0: type. What are you talking about?
1: Eh, I'm not really into you pompous types.
0: Uh, Well, I'm glad you're single-minded, and you're able to (laughs) ignore my charms and hopefully find my nephew.
1: I will. I'll find your nephew for you. You just have to promise me that you will let me know anything that you find out. Anything that could help me.
0: Well, do you have any clues? Did you get anything off of people, or...?
1: The only thing that I ended up getting was that I will find answers here. In Wiltshire. Mm. Which is why I reluctantly made my way back.
0: Well, something must have happened out there. You're wearing jewelry now. That looks like a necklace.
1: It's a token. A reminder of my promise. It used to be Amir's. And now I wear it to remind myself of why I keep going.
0: Yeah, you never were one to wear jewelry. It's very weird.
1: I wasn't, no. (laughs) But... I think of this as more of a reminder than a jewelry piece.
0: Well, peasant girl, I will let you know if anything comes to mind.
1: All right, good. I'll make sure that they pay for their crimes when I find them. Don't you worry.
0: He uh, places his hand on your shoulder and looks dead into your eyes. Thank you.
1: I look at him, back at him, and thank him back. I don't
0: know. <laughs> You're
2: welcome
1: <laughs> Alright, actually no, I'll just nod my head <laughs> not, I, I look back at him and I nod my head That's more like it
2: Alright,
0: uh, and he's, he makes his way back to the to the meal
1: I make my way back as well and sit back down Okay And enjoy my drink
0: So people start dispersing The handmaiden actually goes up to Matilda And says, it's time for bed
2: uh, I will, uh, at this point... I'll keep my distance, but I will accompany them up to Matilda's bedchamber. Okay. Stand
0: outside for a second, and then Matilda goes in, and she gets into her nightgown and crawls into bed. Uh, the handmaid opens up the door and says, come in. Thank you very much. Now, can you describe this handmaid, just just so I know? Uh, yeah, she's got frizzy brown hair um, and hazel eyes. She's She's very normal looking. She is has a very forgettable face and um, a mole right underneath her eyes,
2: her uh, right eye. Very good, thank you. Uh, I flash her a winning grin and I say thank you. Uh, and I enter the bedchamber and I would like to look around. How is it arranged? There is
0: one large bed in the center of what is otherwise a stone room. There's a dresser with a large mirror on one end opposite her bed
2: the wall opposite the door is open and there's a balcony there. Hmm. Is it a a large room with high ceilings in terms of like, is it, does it look cozy or does it look empty and austere? It looks fairly austere,
0: austere. Uh, there, there's a pile of dolls and toys in the corner, but they don't look like they've been played with quite a bit. There's more books that are strewn around.
2: Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, I am to sleep in this chamber also or nearby?
0: Oh, yes. I um, am going to, I'll fashion you um, a, l- a little bed. Um, I'll be right back. And uh, this woman goes out, and about five minutes later, she comes back with a bunch of bedding that she places down right next to the bed of Matilda. But there's also a very puffy, fancy chair for you that's next to Matilda on the side that she sleeps. Uh, very good. Uh, I'd
2: like to go take a look out the balcony.
0: Balcony looks o- it looks over outside of the city, so it's facing away from the university. You can see a bunch of stars. It's kind of a cloudless night. And fields,
2: rolling fields, as far as the eye c- could see if it were sunny out. Okay. I will head back inside, and I will take my place at the, in the, the overstuffed chair next to the bed.
0: Uh, Matilda is just staring at you.
2: she look frightened?
0: No, she looks very curious, though. I see. You get the sense that you made a good impression.
2: <laughs> Despite, or perhaps because of the caterwauling. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not so intimidating anymore. <laughs> well, I'm going to look to Matilda and say, Do you like bedtime stories, my dear? She nods her head, yes. Hmm. Oh, what about
0: lullabies. She thinks about it and kind of reluctantly nods
2: her head yes. Mm. Well, tonight, I'm going to tell you the most lovely bedtime story and I'm going to sing you the most beautiful bedtime lullaby and it's going to help you sleep soundly, my dear. Do you have a favorite bedtime story, perhaps? She shrugs. Mm. Ah, well... I think I have just the thing. And uh, from my rucksack, I will withdraw a a worn book. It looks like it's seen some use. It doesn't have much in the way of uh, fancy covers or anything like that. And uh, I'm going to flip it open to a page that I have marked. Uh, This is a book that I've carried with me for a very long time. In fact, I'll tell her that. This is a book that i had when i was your age can you imagine that i was once your age she shakes her head no (laughs) it wasn't all that long ago at least it doesn't feel like it but uh, i loved every story in this book Uh, when i was growing up i had a nana uh, who took care of me and read me to sleep and sang me to sleep every night and i slept like a baby tonight We're going to read one of my favorite tales, and I hope it becomes one of yours as well. And uh, I will begin to read a tale. And this tale, this tale is all about a young rabbit and uh, her uh, woodland friends and an adventure that they go on in their beautiful forest glade. And it's not too scary. And it's not too long, and it has lots of lovely descriptive passages, just about dappled light on the forest floor and uh, burbling creeks and rivers and things like that. Uh, how does she seem to be responding?
0: Uh, roll performance. All right.
2: <laughs> Let's see how this goes. All right. 13.
0: You can see her eyes kind of falling shut and then opening back up again, falling shut. And opening back up again.
2: Okay, and as she is starting to drift away, I'm going to speak more and more softly, 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 softly. And once I see her eyes barely can stay open, I'm going to close the book. I'm going to pull out my gilded lyre, and I'm going to begin very, very softly, ever so softly, singing A beautiful and delicate lullaby. Uh, Once again, one that was sung to me uh, when I was young, when I was uh, growing up. Uh, How does she respond? You can see that her eyes are shut, but she's smiling. Very good. I'm going to finish my song. I'm going to put my lyre away. And I'm going to settle back. Into the big overstuffed chair And I'm going to wait Uh, I'm going to bide my time And I'm going to
0: observe In the middle of the night You see her talking to herself a little bit
2: Mm. Violently or quietly? Quietly Roll perception (laughs) Five
0: (laughs) You uh, think she's talking about taxes? (laughs)
2: that's a strange thing for a young girl to be thinking Mm -hmm. about in her sleep Um, no wonder she seems so unhappy during the day (laughs) taxes are my least favorite thing uh i'm going to attempt to very quietly lean in a bit closer because i realize that that seems a little bit silly that she would be talking about taxes maybe i misheard
0: Mm. Okay, roll perception one more time Okay Oh my
2: god That's a a one, that's a critical failure
0: Yeah, she's like Very pro-raising the tax rate She believes (laughs) That you need a strong central government
2: She's a very well-educated young lady For her age Very opinionated too Uh, I See nothing amiss I sit back down in the chair and continue to wait. <laughs> As
0: morning comes, she is asleep. Very, very peacefully asleep. But she wakes up violently, yelling a single name Effie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. It's wow. a good That's teaser. A cliffhanger. Yeah, I thought Effie sounded like Levy. So taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, that's Perfect. where that came from. That's where that came from, yeah. <laughs> I was like,
2: taxes, oh right. okay, gosh. all right. This is, uh, 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 setting up to be the next uh, Master of Coin, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for
0: listening. Make sure to check out our Patreon if you want access to our episode discussions, character creation, and in the future, we'll be posting one-shots and side campaigns there. That's patreon.com slash... Roll for Relaxation. If you want to contact us, send an email to rollforrelaxation at gmail.com. Shout out to Melinda of Miracle Forest who did the soundscaping for this episode, and shout out to you for listening to it. Thanks, and I'll see you in the next one.